0: Okay. all right hello everybody and welcome back to another night of my life has destiny podcast where i am one of your hosts Camelia coco fenton you also see my sister over here in the corner Quint jones and we have the wonderful miss apostle adrian james with us if you guys do not remember her she is not a newbie here she has been here like three four times already I had to bring her back for the virtual revival because I knew that she would be one of the key. I had to bring her in the revival for this month and I am excited about what she is going to talk about tonight she is talking about the cost of your preparation and let me tell you I know she labored before the word but just the topic alone it hit me like a tunnel of bricks because I know what it has cost me so far just to get where I'm at and I know I refuse to go backwards so at yeah. the end of the game it took too much to get where I am now and I I just simply refuse. so um I'm gonna let Quint say what she want to say to y'all and then we're gonna get straight miss james because i
1: don't want to hold word up hey guys so i'm just grateful to be here on tonight along with our beautiful guest apostle adrian james and um i'm just gonna sit here on tonight and bask in the word y'all i'm gonna bask in it i got a trip ahead of me on tomorrow so early in the morning so tonight i'm just gonna take in and absorb everything that god has for us so with that being said i pray y'all had a wonderful and blessed day and i'm gonna turn this over
0: <laughs> yeah so it, without Amen. further ado we are going to <laughs> welcome to some and
2: introduce to some apostle adrian james blessings 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 thank you, thank you all so much thank you for allowing me to be here thank you for sharing your platform with me you don't have to do that I count it a privilege and an honor to be here mm-hmm. anytime God gives me the opportunity to share his word share who he is I take that seriously so I pray his blessings upon you for allowing this to be so so we're gonna uh, start with prayer and we're gonna dive right in amen Gracious and kind Father, it's once again, that we come boldly before the throne of grace, where we may find favor and obtain mercy. Father, we thank you for this day. Now, in this very moment, Father, I'm asking that you, by your spirit, will take control of this broadcast. Say what you want to say. Give me the articulation of speech. Help me to be able to give the people what you've given unto me. I die to self, that Holy Spirit may stand in me, that your people may be fed. So, Father, we thank you even now that every adversary against this broadcast has already been bound. We thank you that our angels are already on assignment. They're ministering to us. They're strengthening us that we may be successful in your assignment and your will. We honor you in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So, tonight I want to talk about the cost of preparation. I see that your virtual revival is talking about the birthing stage you know the the getting ready to birth what God has placed in us and a lot of times we talk about giving births a lot of times we talking about having to push a lot of times we talking about being pregnant with what God has given us but a lot of times we also miss that there is a cost in the preparation. And as I began to just think about the birthing process in the natural realm, we first conceived. And then we carry and when we conceive there's really no no uh, turmoil no challenges no sacrifice no pain really associated with that we carry by the grace of god successfully nine months and having good pregnancies you know everything going well but then the water breaks and we go into labor and we begin to experience pain like we've never experienced before especially if it's your first time giving birth. And so Holy Spirit began to say to me, people need to understand that there is a cost associated with the preparation to give birth, what he's doing in the realm of the spirit in the earth today. And so he took me to Romans chapter number eight, verse number 18, and I'm going to read it in the amplified version first, and then I'm going to read it in the Christian Standard Bible. The amplified version says this, Romans chapter number eight, verse number 18, for I consider from the standpoint of faith that the sufferings of this present life are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us and in us. There is a cost to walk where God has called us to walk. A lot of people are excited to be called apostle prophet teacher evangelist pastor and all of these things and i'm not saying don't be excited but you got to look at the back side of that whenever a prophetic word comes whenever god drops something in your spirit that he's getting ready to elevate you that is the time for you to go into warfare prayer uh, fasting and praying because the adversary is going to do everything he can to keep you from manifesting what God has promised unto you. And a lot of times we, we, we celebrate, but we don't count the cost of that celebration. In order to make it to the place called prepared, there's first a, a place called cost. That cost is a sacrifice. You have to pay the price of being rejected You have to pay the price of people lying on you. You have to pay the price of not being able to hang out with your friends. You have to pay the price of not being able to do things with your family. You have to pay the price of people that swore that they would always be with you, walking out on you. There is a tremendous cost just to be prepared. Now, we're not talking about the manifestation yet. We're just talking about the the cost that you got to pay to be prepared to walk into manifestation. But Paul said in Romans, look here, this suffering that I'm going through, that we got to go through, you know, this continued perseverance is not nothing compared to the glory that's going to be revealed not only on us, but in us. We know that the glory of this present life, The sufferings of this present life. This is a temporary thing. Won't be compared with the glory in eternity. But let we know that it's something in eternity, but let's talk about in the earth realm. There's a glory that's coming in the earth realm that god has promised unto us that if we can hold on if we don't give up when the pressure comes if we don't give up when people walk out if we don't give up when the warfare comes this is why it is so important that we understand our function we have to understand what god put us in the earth to do for an example if you have not been graced by god to walk as an apostle it's a dangerous thing to allow someone to commission you as an apostle Mm. why because the warfare of an apostle is strong warfare and if god has not graced you to walk in that the warfare alone will kill you so in this hour we see so many people that are excited for titles and it baffles me that in the natural realm when people walk according to the flesh they desire the office of an apostle like it's a trendy thing But if you don't understand in the spirit realm there is no trendy thing god calls us to a thing and he graced us to carry the mantle of it but to also be able to war against what will war against your mantle my apostolic mantle is not like the mantle of my covering apostle melvin thompson the third his apostolic mantle god strategically and uniquely fitted that for him i would be a fool To try to walk in his mantle because it would kill me but people nowadays they see people doing stuff and they're like oh i want to be like them i want to be oh but have you considered the cost that they had to pay in order to be where they are and until we can start considering the cost just to be prepared for what god called us to we definitely better think twice before trying to jump in somebody else's shoes because the cost that they had to pay to walk where they are walking, we can't afford it. So we got to pay the cost of being rejected and process through that. We have to pay the cost of people lying on us and be able to process through that. We have to pay the cost of being ostracized and be able to walk through that when you are walking as an apostle apostles are pioneers according to the scriptures we're the first one sent so holy spirit gave it to me like this apostles are marines in the realm of the spirit In the natural armed forces marines are the ones that go in first they go in And they make something that is not habitable able to be a habitation for people. So they go into a wooded place. They go into a place where there's nothing there and they forge it and make it to where now... The army can come in and begin to build. And that's what apostles do. God has graced us to be the set ones to go in, to tear up fallow ground, to go in and pull down principalities and strongholds, to go in and make what was once non-habitable a habitation for people. And it takes a special grace to do that because when you're talking about going in where strongholds have been able to run rampant for a while, you think the devil just going to sit down and say, oh, okay, come on in and tear down what I've been building and you come on in and stay here. That's not going to happen. You have to be able to know what your mantle is. Know what your mantle looks like and know how your mantle operates so you can be prepared to pay the cost for the preparation. Now, you've not even been commissioned yet. You're just being prepared, getting familiar with what God has called you to do so that you can then walk into it fully. In this day, we see so many people that's not considering the fact That there's some suffering involved you can't be a people pleaser you got to be ready to tell people what it is and they get mad you got to be able to tell people that ain't god that's flesh you got to be able to tell people this as an apostle so that they can seek god and get where god would have them to be and if you've not sat with christ If you've not sat in the presence of the Holy Spirit, you are not prepared to pay the cost. Amen. I've had people walk out when God called me to start a church. I didn't want no parts of it. I was okay being para ministry, ministry that goes out, ministry that rescues, sort of like an evangelistic type ministry. I was I was cool with that. And God said, I'm calling you to pastor. And I was like, well, I'm not finna do that. Uh Uh-uh, you done gone too far. And then when he said, I'm sending you to Maple Hill, I was like, oh no, I know I got to be here in the devil. This can't be God talking about He to send me to Maple Hill. When I read in the scripture, when Jesus went among his own kind, they rejected him and... Those that know of you from your past, they quick to say, oh, like they did Jesus. Ain't you Mary's boy? Ain't ain't you just a carpenter? Who you think you going to preach to? Who who you think going to believe that you can lay hands and work miracles, signs and wonders? So when God said, I'm sending you into Maple Hill, I said to God, oh, no, you ain't. Now, you know, I was foolish but that's what i said to god i ain't going and then god had to allow me to have a jonah experience well in that time i did not know that god was fashioning me to be an apostle i did not know that the apostolic call of an apostle was on my life because i thought that i was an evangelist and once i started seeking the lord God said to me by his spirit, I never told you you was an evangelist. That's what man told you you were. And you took man's word over mine. He said, I never called you to do that. So then I accepted the grace of a pastor. Well, I accepted it. But honey, let me tell you, I changed my mind plenty of times. Because I didn't understand the cost that I was gonna have to pay to be a pastor because you have to love the sheep when the sheep is biting. You have to love the sheep when the sheep is lying. You have to love the sheep when the sheep is straddling. When the sheep leave on its own and God tell you, oh, I need for you to go get the one. And you gotta be like, but God, they the one left. But as a pastor, it's all about the sheep. So I had to learn that it's going to cost me dying to my flesh. It's going to cost me dying to my will. When the Bible says die, that we must die a new death daily, I didn't comprehend at the time what that meant. But I got to die to want to cuss folk out. I got to die to that. I got to die to want to blow folk in traffic because you done cut me off and I'm in a rush. I got to die daily. See, being an apostle means I got to tell you the truth. So we see so many ministries today. You want to sugarcoat everything. And sugarcoating ain't helping. We got to come with the word and the fullness of the word. So when God said, I am calling you, not to be just apostolic because we all can be apostolic god said no i'm calling you to be an apostle that is your function in the earth and i was like wait a minute and i started looking around and everybody's wanting the title of an apostle and god said by his spirit Apostle is not a title. It's a function. People that are title hungry have no idea as to what they are asking for because the first red flag is you call apostle a title when it's a function in the earth. And then I said, okay, God, now you're doing too much. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. I was okay with being a pastor. I was okay with being an apostolic prophetic ministry. And now you're bringing me into the revelation that I actually wear the oil of an apostle. And when I came into agreement with heaven, the cost started to become clearer and clearer and clearer to me. Jezebel began to appear. That Jezebelic spirit that wants to control, that wants to curse. Then the octopus spirit started to come, want to squeeze your voice, don't want you to be able to talk, want to shut your mouth. And then, you know, I'm like, where is all of this warfare coming from? This is unusual. Holy Spirit said, this is the warfare that comes with an apostle and apostolic function. And Holy Spirit said this to me, and this is what really made me submit to God. He said, whether you accept the call or not, the devil still knows what all you wear and you're still going to get the warfare from the apostolic realm. And I said, well, if I'm still going to get the warfare, I might as well submit and come into agreement with heaven because I realized the only protection I have is my obedience to God. That is why we have to know what God has called us to do in the earth. Because if I'm walking in your gift and I'm walking in Sister Quint's gift, then I'm being disobedient to God when God told me you're walking in an apostolic function that has been created just for Adrian. Ain't been created for Sister Fenton. Ain't been created for Sister Jones. They got their own. That has been uniquely created for them. So if you're walking after their thing, the warfare that comes is going to tear your head up because when you're walking in disobedience to God, you cause the grace not to work. Anything that is half obedience is complete disobedience to God. And we're crying for grace and we're crying for mercy. And God is sitting there saying, I gave you the grace, but you won't walk in it because you're trying to walk over there. When you come into agreement with heaven and walk here, you will walk into the grace because everything you need is in your mantle. The grace I need is in my mantle. The power I need is in my mantle. And a lot of people don't want to pay the cost to walk in their mantle, so they'll try to walk in somebody else's. But I'm here to tell you today, there is a cost that we must pay to walk in the things of God. And if I try to walk after somebody else's, I'm still not tapped into the cost that I got to pay to walk into mine. I got to pay the cost for mine. When I go somewhere and get something to eat, I'm not paying what the table next to me ordered. They paying for their own bill. I got to pay for what I ordered. God is saying in this day, I need for my people to grow up and pay this cost to be prepared because the cost is the stripping away. That's all the cost is. The cost is the stripping away of your own mindset, of your own lens and how you see yourself. And those thoughts that come in your head that say, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. That's the price. That's the cost. That's the phase of the cost. It's stripping away your mindset, and your doubts, and the negative words that the devil put in your head. And when we allow the cost to be paid, when we allow Holy Spirit to strip us, then we move over to the preparation. Well, what is the preparation? The preparation is the place that God made and set before what we know as time because we understand that God operates outside of time, we are on a journey inside of time. So the preparation continues to fashion us. This is when we are on the potter's wheel and God is fashioning us into the image that he created us to be because we've paid the cost that means we've fallen out of agreement with everything that's not of God. We've allowed Holy Spirit to work internally to strip out everything that we have taken on through culture, through upbringing, through religion, through tradition. We've taken on all of these things because we thought That that was God. And so God is saying, no, I got to let you be stripped of all of these things. I need for you to go ahead and allow me to be me in you so that I can strip away all of those false voices so that you can fashion your ears to hear the voice. All of these false voices talking and got, got us scared. We scared to do the will of God cuz people say oh that's going to be so rough. Yeah, it is going to be rough if you're not walking in your lane. But if you're walking in your lane, there will be rough patches and challenges along the way, but God has prepared us for that. So now we make it to preparation. And preparation said, "Okay, you have allowed me to take away everything that you thought. So now Let me put in everything that you are. Let me put in everything that I fashioned you to be. So what we do is as we pay the cost and we come to the place called preparation, God gives us a spiritual detox so that we can be detoxed from everything that we thought was God that is not. Because I grew up, knowing religion. Now that I've been detoxed, I'm learning kingdom. God is not in religion. Religion is man-made, though God can use religion to benefit the people because he is God. But people don't get saved to come in church and to get locked down and more do's and don'ts. And so we learn doctrinal things according to what man has put in place, denominationalism, legalism, what man has put in place. And people are like, you know what? I had this out in the street. So why should I come into church and get locked down when I was locked down on the street? So God is saying, now that you have allowed me to bring you to this prepared place, I can detox you of everything. That is not of me so that I can fill you with everything that is. So the church is in need of a holy enema because we constipated, we backed up full of word and ain't giving no word. Full of ideas, but won't do what God said. So God said, I'm coming to clean you out so that I can then fill you. So that you will then have the right mindset to be about my business. Because we're about man's business. God said it's time for you to be about my business. So this glory that Paul talks about in the scripture, this glory, this magnification, this majesty, this weight, the kabod of God. He says, if you will allow me to bring you to this place called preparedness, then I'm going to release my glory on you so that whatever I call you to do will be effortless because you will do it from the glory realm and not from your gift, not just from the anointing. The anointing is fabulous. The gift is fabulous, but when we start flowing from the glory realm, then we have God backing us and it's effortless. People say, how do you do that? I ain't doing it. I'm just the vessel that God used. Well, how did you get to be the vessel? Because I submitted, I paid the cost to be where I am today so that God can use me for greater good to be able to bring more people into the kingdom. So this glory that we now have, God says, you got to steward it well. Cause he's not releasing his glory on everybody. Some people think they got the glory, but Ichabod is on the door. The glory has left. So God says, this glory, once you pay the price, Once you allow me to transform you, then I'm going to release a glory on you that you have never encountered before. The glory that allows miracle signs and wonders. The glory that brings deliverance. We were in session on Friday night at the uh, annual conference, our, our yearly conference. And my brother, Apostle Chastain, preached a message from trauma to triumph and holy spirit had given him so many points of how we as believers are being stopped up with trauma ptsd from the church deep disappointment from people letting us down inside the church and outside the church. And God sent a message to us. I need you delivered so that I can use you at the full capacity. And when I went to that altar and Holy Spirit began to deliver me, I didn't even realize all of the things that I was suffering from. And God said, I need my people free so that i can use them to go and bring other people in so that those people can get free so that i can raise my mighty army ezekiel 37 talks about all of the bones coming together and after all of the bones came together there was a mighty army god in this hour that we have paid the cost Now we are prepared. He's releasing us into our ministry, our function, our call. God said, there's a mighty army that I'm raising up for the end time revival, which we are entering into now. We ain't got time to be held up. We ain't got time to be suffering from PTSD. We ain't got time to hold on to bitterness and hurt. We don't have time for that. We don't have time to be in secret sin. We don't have time for that. As leaders, we have to come out of sin so that we can be used fully by God. Why do you think the drunk man can preach? Because the gift is without repentance. With the gift comes an anointing, it's without repentance. He can preach till you're drunk. People standing in the pulpit, nor they're whoring around. Pastors preaching to the people, leading the people, know they're whoring around. God said, I need you to come out of that because I got to raise an army. So it's time now for us to repent and truly be clean so that God can get the glory out of our lives. And we need this to be the true glory, not the false glory. God showed me, I'm, t- I'm telling y'all, this, this week was, or last week was just an encounter that I've never had in this fashion with the Lord. We had a session, my sister evangelist, Katrina Wilson, walked heavy in the evangelistic mantle and she said, God said, repent. She talked about why God had told her to wear white and gold that the white stood for being clean. And she said, I am now clean before God. And the gold on her outfit represented the fire of God that he is releasing in this hour on his clean vessels. So we're outside, we have our break. We go outside and while we're outside, I see this couple walk down the sidewalk with their dogs. One dog brown, one dog white. The dog lifts his leg to use the bathroom, and I began to yell, don't use the bathroom on the church property. The dog uses the bathroom on the tree and keeps walking. The white dog steps onto the church ground to do whatever it was going to do, and immediately the dog passed out. The dog didn't lay down. The dog didn't take a break. The dog wasn't too hot because it was a cool day the dog passed out and everybody in the vehicle with me, I draw their attention to what's going on with this dog. So the dog passed out. He lays there for a while. He gets ready to get up, he can't get up. He falls out again. About five minutes, the dog is laying there, passed out because he can't get up. When he he is able to get up, his tongue is hanging out and he is now limping. So the owner is literally dragging the the dog because now the dog is limping. And I'm asking, Holy Spirit, what is this I'm seeing? Holy Spirit said, in the hour that we are now in, you better be careful how you handle my glory. He said the brown dog didn't trespass because it didn't step onto ground that it did not have the authority to be on. He said, but the white dog trespassed and came onto ground that he did not have the authority to be on. And immediately he fell as a dead man. God said, look at what color the dog was. He was white. He said, there are many people in this hour standing in my pulpit, preaching, dressed in white. But I know their heart is desperately wicked. He said, Don't be surprised when you see people that refuse to repent, but continue to dress in white to fool and deceive the people will begin to drop dead. And I said, why did the dog limp? He said, limping is the best result. He said, because some will limp, but some won't get up at all and holy spirit began to bring me in remembrance of his word that everywhere in the scripture where a dog is mentioned it is in the connotation of a demonic spirit people are dressed in white but they're demons they are wolves in sheep clothing preying on the people god said in this hour you better be careful how you handle the glory not only Had we be careful, we need to be careful how we handle his glory. We better be careful how we handle his people because his people are carrying his glory. This is not the hour. So the cost of the preparation to get to the place to be able to give birth is one that is hard to walk but it is so worth it. When you look at a woman in the natural, she go through much pain to give birth. But once she gives birth and she sees the gift that God has given her, she's no longer reflecting on the pain it took her to get to this place. So we can't be afraid to pay the cost of the preparation so that we can give birth. We got to look at, Okay, God, if you've called me to walk as an apostle, then the cost and the preparation is worth it because my water is breaking and I'm getting ready to give birth to something in the earth that man has never seen before. What is water in the scripture? Water is Holy Spirit. So whatever God has called us to birth, Holy Spirit is with us and he's empowering us. The Bible says he's our counselor. He's our paraclete. He is the one that teaches us. He's the one that gives us revelation. So what is Holy Spirit? He is the enabler that is walking with us. That's going to help us take care of what God is calling us to birth. So we got to remember there's a cost to pay just for the preparation, but the cost for the preparation ain't nothing compared to the glory. That's going to be revealed when you birth what God has told you to birth. Yeah, there might be some present suffering, but don't get stuck with the suffering. Don't get stuck with the cost. Don't get stuck at the requirements. Don't get stuck there. Move to the preparation. So that God can equip you to be able to give birth. Preparation is so that we can be equipped to give birth to whatever God has called us to do in the earth realm. So we can't neglect it. We can't forsake it because it's necessary. The cost is necessary. We won't pay the cost. We won't be prepared. We'll walk in a facade. We'll have people thinking this is what God has called us to do. But because we didn't pay the cost, because we weren't willing for God to break us down, we really don't know who we are. We really don't know what God has called us to do. So we'll walk in someone else's mantle and claim it as ours. But you're trespassing on something that God didn't give you the authority to walk in. You'll be just like that dog, limping, You'll be limping and the limp is grace because death is the portion. The limp is grace. God said, I'm going to grace you to get up and get it right, but don't get it twisted. Grace does run out. You keep playing with the grace. Grace runs out. God said, I need you to come on, get yourself together, be made whole, be delivered, be set free, and come on and walk in this thing because I need you to give birth to this thing. I can't do what God has called you to do, Sister Fenton. I can't give birth to your baby, but I can help you push so that your baby can come into the earth realm. That's what I can do. I can't do... What you've been called to do, Quint Jones, I can't do that because God didn't grace me, but I can help you push. I can encourage you to walk through the challenges. I can encourage you to take up your cross. I can encourage you to not give up or give in. I can encourage you. The suffering that you're going through, the challenges that you're going through is temporary. It's just a part of the test. It's just a part of the preparation stage. But I promise if you keep following God, the baby is going to come into the earth realm and you'll look back and say, you know what? It was worth it all. It was worth it. It was worth it. But let me tell you what, without the grace of God, we can't pay the cost and we can't be prepared and we definitely can't give birth. So I want people to understand. Yep. Get excited for what God has called you to do. But you better hit your face. And you better pray and fast. Because he's showing you the end from the beginning. This is where you're going to end up. But there's a dash in there. Okay? That dash is there because this is the stuff that you don't see. He don't show you the whole picture because he knows you wouldn't do it. So he'll say, okay, I'm calling you. Hey, The prophet of come and say, yes i see you oh you're getting ready to do big, great things big things for the kingdom but god don't let the prophet show you what you're gonna have to go through in order to get there but what god does he uses the prophet to show you the end so you will be encouraged in the middle the beginning it starts off it's pretty good but when you hit that middle you'll be like oh no god i didn't know it was gonna be like this i don't want no parts of this uh-uh, I'm out." But then Holy Spirit reminds you of the prophetic word. God already showed you the end. You know, you're going to make it through. It's like them on the boat with Jesus. Jesus told them, come on, we're going to the other side. But then when the storm arose, they panicked. Why are you panicking? Jesus already told you, you were going to make it to the other side. So why are you panicking? You should sit down and chill. Because if I have the word of the Lord on my side, no matter what the storm looks like, I got the word of God. So I can stand on the word. That's what Peter, when Peter got out of the boat and walked, Peter didn't walk on water. He walked on the word. He walked on Jesus telling him to come. He walked on the word. He didn't walk on the water. It was only when he took his mind, his eye off the word that he began to sink. So if we're going to birth in the earth, what God is calling us to birth, we got to keep our eye on the word. What was the word God gave you? Encourage yourself with the word because that's what's going to hold you. That's what's going to sustain you. The enemy is going to do everything he can to keep you from birthing what God has told you to birth. He's going to make the word seem like, oh, God, I've been waiting for three years. When is it coming? And he's going to be in your ear. It ain't coming. You might as well quit praying and believing. No, but you got to remember God ain't a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man that he has need to repent. If he said it, shall he not do it? Though it tarry, the Bible said, it's still gonna come, Joel said, though it tarry. You know why it tarry sometimes? Because we're not in full obedience. It's tarrying because we're holding on to some things that the cost was supposed to strip away, but you wouldn't let it strip. They wandered in the desert 40 years, because they were still comp- complaining and comparing, it's supposed that to it took you fifteen days, took you forty years, because you were still complaining. You didn't have to work for nothing to eat; God gave it to you, and you complained. He gave you the cloud to keep you from getting sunstroke, and you still complain. He gave you the fire so that you wouldn't freeze that night, and you still complaining. So the journey, the more you complain, the longer you delay. So God says in his word, Paul says, look here, don't major on the minor. This present suffering, this present challenge is not worthy to be compared with the glory That shall be revealed. Why? What is the glory? And what is the glory for? What is getting ready to be revealed? This is what it is. Verse number 19 says, for even the the whole creation, all of nature waits eagerly for the children of God to be revealed. The earth is waiting for you to be revealed. So the suffering and the glory is so that you can go from the preparation phase to the revelation phase. What's going to be revealed? Who God is. is going to be revealed to you because everything we do is to reveal God, is to reveal him to people is to get a new revelation of Jesus Christ for ourselves. But the earth is waiting for us. So we can't get tripped up on the suffering. We can't stop with the trials and tribulation. We can't let that cause us to turn around. Why? Because people waiting on Fenton, people waiting on Jones. They are not gonna respond to Adrian's voice because Adrian's voice was not created to reach them. Yours was. And they're eagerly. What does that mean? They're in anticipation. Waiting. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Eagerly. Waiting for you to show up. So you can't get stuck at the suffering. You got to press through the suffering so that you can get the glory. So that you can be revealed. When you get revealed, that means you're giving birth. The water done broke. Now, all you got to do is bear down, get in your position and bear down. Whatever your position is, what has God called you to do? Get in that position and stay there. Once you bear down and give birth to the thing, then Holy Spirit will give you the revelation, the blueprint, and will show you how to navigate to raise that baby up. Because the baby can't stay in the infant stages. You got to give birth to it, but then you got to raise it. And only God knows the plan and how he wants that baby to turn out because he was the one that put the baby in you to start with. So we can't get stuck. We got to pay the cost so that we can be prepared so that God can then reveal us. Once we reveal to the eagerly awaiters, then God will tell you how to raise that baby up to maturity. So that it will do in the earth what God has called it to do. This present suffering. These present challenges are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us, on us and through us there's a changing of the guards that's taking place god has trusted people with platforms with ministries and they've mishandled it and god has given them opportunity to repent that's what he says in revelation i believe it's revelation three or four when he said i got an issue with jezebel he said i gave her time and space to repent but she won't do it God has given people time and space to repent, but they won't do it. So now God says, I got to bring you down and I got to raise up. That's why we ain't got time to stay stuck in suffering because God is raising us up. God says, I need for you to grow up. I need for you to mature. So that I can reveal you. So that I can send you. So that I can put you on the heart of man. So they can have you come in and help grow their church up, help mature their baby, help get their baby off of milk onto solid food. So we ain't got time to get stuck in our own emotions. No, let your emotions be healed. We ain't got time to be stuck in old hurts and wounds. No, let your soul be healed, be delivered. They did it, whether they acknowledge it or not, is on them. You got to be healed because you got work to do. You got people that I'm sending you to. It's people that are only answered to your voice and will only respond to your testimony. Because you've walked through what they're walking through and they need to know that it works. They need to know that God can. They need to know that God will. So we got to grow up. Been saved 50 years and still a baby. Uh Uh-uh. God said, no, grow up. Been in church 30 years and still ain't saved. You just a church member. God said, grow up. Been in, in church 20 years, die and go to hell because you never accepted Christ as your savior. You looked at your pastor as your savior. So you were dedicated to the church. Your name was on the roll. You showed up every time the pastor called, but you missed God. God said, no, uh-uh. You can't stay at suffering because people need to know. You know church, you know religion, but you don't know me. You never gave me your heart. You never gave me your life. Yeah, you serve the pastor well, but you let me down every day. The pastor could call you to come sweep the church, and I could call you to come stand on the corner and you would go and answer him, but you say you're serving me. So who you really serving? God said that's why I need y'all to grow up. That's why I need you to be revealed cuz people need to know. You serving the church, you ain't serving God. You've given, you you saved through the pastor, but you ain't saved through Christ. So, we got to pay the cost. We ain't got time to get stuck in the suffering. Cuz we got to be prepared. We got to make it to the glory realm. So that we can then be revealed and show up on the scene to those that are eagerly awaiting us. They're eagerly awaiting. They're hitting the crack crack pipe because they're eagerly awaiting us. They're still living in fornication because they're eagerly awaiting us. We gotta let people know God loves his creation, but he'll never accept sin. We got to preach the truth to people so that we can set them free so they can be whole. Because the devil got people ensnared. They got people thinking that God hate them, that God don't love them. And he's given them this deception and these lies because people want to live according to the lust of the flesh. God said, I need for you to come on here so I can reveal you so that the flesh can be cut. People can be made whole and they can see how much God really loves them. He just does not accept our sin. Never have, never will. That's why Jesus went to the cross. But the devil lie. Oh, you sin, God don't love you no more. Oh, no, the devil lie every time he look. He doesn't have the ability to tell the truth. We sin every day. We are not sinners. I sin every day because every day I'm going to do something that is not pleasing in the eyes of God. Though I might fall, I'm still not a sinner. A sinner is someone who intentionally practices sin. A believer is someone that tripped, did something they weren't supposed to do, said something they weren't supposed to say, ate something they weren't supposed to eat, sin. But we have an advocate with the Father. We repent. Not apologize. Repentance means I'm turning around. I'm not going to do that again by help of Holy Spirit. Apologizing means I'm sorry I got caught, but the next opportunity, I'm going to do it again. God said I need you to repent because when you repent, you can be made whole. When you apologize, you're going to be left in that sin. You don't have the grace. You don't have the strength that you need to come out of it. Oh, but when we truly repent, We get the grace that we need to be successful against that thing that's trying to devour us. So we can't get stuck in the suffering. We have to pay the price. Jesus already paid the ultimate price. We ain't got to go hang on no cross. We ain't got to get beat. No 39 lashes. We don't have to put the crown of thorns. We don't have to get spit on. We don't have to get our beard plucked from us. We don't have to go through any of that. Jesus already did. All we have to do is pay the the price to let this flesh die and do it God's way and not our way. Our way is always going to cause a mess. Our way is always going to cause chaos. But when we pay the price to let our flesh be killed, then God said, okay, you're ready. I can prepare you for the ministry that I put in the earth just for you. Everybody want to do somebody else's stuff. God gave us all a ministry. But we want to look at somebody else's stuff and say, oh, that looks grand. Oh, they get all of the attention. Oh, look at that. Honey, let me tell you, the higher you go, the more demons you got to fight, the more warfare you got to fight. And most of them sitting in the church in the pew right next to you. Walk where you've been graced to walk and allow God to prepare you to give birth. When a woman gets pregnant, she takes that whole nine months to prepare for the day that the baby will come. There's a cost and that cost is preparing us to give birth. So when the water breaks, we take our position and we birth in the earth realm, something that has never been seen before. And that's what God is doing in this hour. That's why the enemy is fighting us to know our identity in Christ. We have to know our identity in Christ because if we don't, we're going to take on everybody else's identity. We're going to want to be like everybody else. And what worked for them won't work for you. So we have to know who we are so that we'll know how to steward well the ministries that God is entrusting us to carry in the earth. So do your ministry might not look good to them, but I guarantee you it's unique because Holy spirit gives us unique and creative ideas. God is a creative. He gives us creative ideas. And if we follow him ministry, ministry, will look so much better, but it's going to look so different than what we've known it to look. Because we've known it to look. When I first got saved, I thought being saved was wearing a hat to church, being in a suit. Because that's all I knew. But when I got in relationship with Christ for myself, I understood that was a fashion choice. That, That ain't got nothing to do with salvation. Ain't got nothing to do. So now that I'm a pastor God said to me by his spirit, I let you go through some things so that when you became a pastor, you would know how to treat people and what not to do. I don't care how you come to church. As long as you are decent, I don't care if you got on shirt, pants, skirt, shorts. That doesn't matter to me. As long as you are decent. As long as you honor his house. And whatever that looks like to you, I'm okay with it because I want you to come in so that God can do the work. One Sunday we had church and we had so many people there. After church was over, the house smelled like weed. I was so excited I didn't know what to do. I'd rather the house smell like weed because somebody came in to find Christ than it smelled like Febreze every day. And ain't nobody making no growth. Ain't nobody getting changed. Ain't no new people coming in. Come on here. He told us to go out there and bring them in. I'm not offended by your weed. I'm not offended that you smell like weed. Because if you come in here and you have an encounter with Holy Spirit, everything that you did before you came in the door now falls off. And now he's in position to change you. you are forever. But in church, we want to look at people's eye eye So you can't come in here smelling like this. You can't come in here looking like this. If they can't come to the house of God, where can they go? Where can they go? So we got to make sure that we are preparing people to meet Christ. When you come to Ruach, I'm just the one God is using. You ain't coming to meet me. You coming to meet him. You coming to meet him. It's not about me. It's not about me. So what we gonna do? What we gonna do? We got a God to serve. And people to bring in so that they can get to know our God, Yahweh, Elohim, El Elyon, Jireh, Jehovah Tiskinu That we need to bring them in so they can meet him. So they can go back out and say, you know what? Just like the woman at the well, when she got a hit of that water, she went back and told everybody. Jesus said, now don't go back and say nothing. Home girl got to the town; She couldn't help but testify because of the encounter. That's what we're supposed to be doing. So we got to come out of suffering. So that we can introduce people to him. Because that's what matters. Only what we do in Christ will last. Everything else is in vain. So. Father, let all that I do, let all that I say, bring glory to your name. Ain't about Adrian. It's about him. But I tell you what, I'm going to let him use me to the full capacity. Whatever he want to do, whatever he want to say, whatever he gives me to say, I ain't cutting no corners. I ain't sugarcoating it. I ain't trying to make his word taste like chocolate. I'm trying to make it be the sword of the spirit so it can cut your flesh and cause you to get a new revelation of who he is. And then you'll be able to taste and see that he is good. Then it might taste like chocolate to you when you eat the word. But I can't baby you because I need you to grow up. Too old for this foolishness. Been saved too long for this foolishness. Grow up. So pay the the price for the preparation so that you can be revealed so that those that's eagerly awaiting on your voice can hear the good news of Jesus Christ in the unique way that he has given it to you that many souls may be saved. In Jesus' name, there's a cost. There's a cost be willing to pay it. My prayer is that we all be willing to pay the cost. The stripping to be prepared so that we can receive the glory and then be revealed, do what God has called us to do in Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name, there's a cost for preparation So when y'all get ready to go in to your virtual revival, I'm believing God that as people give birth, that what they birth into the earth realm will be heaven sent a new thing that people have never experienced before that will draw many souls to Christ. Because that's what we're birthing now. We're birthing his spirit. We're birthing his assignments his agendas so let it be so in jesus name
1: amen wow i
0: mean it was so much confirmation i promise you like some of what she said i literally just had this conversation with somebody this morning and i was just like just sitting over here just shaking my head because he never, never, never leaves me without a confirmation mm-hmm. after he has sent a word. Even if he gives it directly yeah. to me first, he always send me confirmation mm-hmm. right after that. So mm-hmm. I know that that's what he said. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm excited uh, yes. about what's going to happen Saturday yeah. at yeah. the conference. Um, yeah. Because this this preparation, labor, and delivery, this midwife series that he gave me, I was just like, mm-hmm. really, Lord, where's this coming from? Yeah, and, you know, at first, it was talking about the waiting room experience. We went uh-huh. from the waiting room experience to now we're talking about the midwife. What, what is the role of a midwife?
2: Right, and right.
0: Now we're, now we're in the preparation, labor, and delivery stage. And I was just like, you know, now that I see it, Mm-hmm. Lining up and how he chose to do it, I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I got it. I got yeah. it. I understand yeah. it, and it's just like you know, just like you said, I am. I know, and just like we talked right before we got up here,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: know that he got me in somewhere different. I know mm-hmm. that he's taking me somewhere different. That's and right. I may not fully understand it just yet. Right. I know that he will. He will reveal, and I will you know, as, as time goes by That's and, right. I'm, and I'm so excited about That's what we're going to do. I just know yeah. that Saturday, Saturday night during the conference, I probably ain't even going to be able to contain myself for this. <laughs> All right, hey. Hey. Um, And, and I even though it's virtual to me, it's the same as being in the building. Cause this, That's you it. know, it's just a wide, broad spectrum of a building for me. Yes. I really do pray that everybody yes. get what they need to get. Amen. Um, you know, Amen. and I, I, I thank you for what you did. Yes, um, right. Because they be the glory the week. To God, God be the glory of the week, and so He Praise never, God. never, not confirms His word.
2: Praise so. God. I'm, I'm honored. I thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad He spoke, yes. gave you what you needed. Um, and when Saturday come, ain't no need to try to contain it. You paid the cost to be here. Amen. you pay the cost for this because as soon as you make your mind up to obey God and you start marketing and, and sending and posting, the enemy comes mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, yeah. unusual warfare and people getting on your nerves mm-hmm. kids want to cut up money gets short, job act crazy I mean, just all kind of stuff and so you've paid the cost to be able to be here Amen. so when Saturday come, y'all will give birth Amen. I will Amen. give birth and you're going to help others give birth. And Amen. that's, what's important. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Go
0: <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm ready for it. I mean, we got the, you know, you guys that have been watching and you guys that support us on a constant, you guys yeah. know that Saturday night is the conference, but y'all know that Monday night ends the virtual revival for the month of July. Mm-hmm. So. Do not, not have your face
1: on the screen
0: or in the comment section somewhere Amen. so that you can get what you need to get. Again, I have already told y'all for the ones that cannot afford the registration fee, I want y'all not to worry about it. I just need you to register.
1: Amen. Right?
0: Amen. And the, fee, the fee is no big deal. I just need y'all Amen. to register because I do not want you to miss.
2: Amen. What I know
0: he's he's going to do amen so amen right yes. somebody it's virtual you ain't even got to leave your house ain't even got to leave can, you can get your own sheet and just be ready to cover yourself and do what you got to do right yeah. in your own living room you know that's right it, it, i promise you we we have had people go right down to the floor before on the virtual screen and just go in and, and and we go in with them through the screen yes amen. yes we ain't stopping mm-hmm. nobody from getting delivered if that's no. what you that's need, right
2: Yes. That's right. That's so
0: right. Because we ain't physically there. That don't mean that prayer ceased because we threw a screen. That's right. So you say you need it, you're going to get it Saturday night. Amen. Amen. That's what we got planned on doing, and we are super excited. Yeah. So I'm not coming behind her. That's not what I'm doing. So, we're <laughs> going to give the benediction. But before we give the benediction, Apostle Adrian, please yes. tell people how to find you on your social media and then let them know where your coach is located.
2: Okay. Okay. They can find our ministry page is Ruach Global Ministries. That's Facebook. We don't have an Instagram page or any of the other social platforms right now. We're just on Facebook. Uh, we're located at 5071 Burgall Highway, Highway 53 um, in Maple Hill and our church it's the sign in front of it says saint james but we are inside that building and uh, we're there every second through fifth sunday by the grace of god unless god has us on an assignment whenever god has us on an assignment and we're not in that building i'll always post it on our pages they can find me on facebook it's adrian l james on facebook um if they want to follow my personal page and so um that's where they can find us at and so y'all are welcome come anytime come yeah. anytime come anytime we're gearing up for September um the flyer is on our on our uh, ministry page as well as my personal page we're getting ready to have a prayer gathering called open the vault and oh. uh we're getting ready to open up what has been kept locked in you know, vaults keep things locked in personal things priceless things or whatever but we're going to open those vaults and we're going to seek the lord in prayer and so it's open it's free there's no charge uh just show up and we're going to do what god said do amen.
0: amen and i told y'all i told y'all i was excited about it so it's all over my page and i'll re- <laughs> it I'm going to repost it so you guys can continue to see it through the month of August and definitely through the month of September because you guys do not want to miss that. I promise you, you want to have your face in the place.
2: Yes. a part of
0: such a big movement in the Yes. Um,
2: Yes.
0: Also, September, y'all know we got another conference coming up in Uh September. Mm -hmm. And, And September is also going to be another month. Of revival so
1: wow
0: and wait and and just make sure you stick with us yes a lot coming down the pipe Mm -hmm. we're gonna bring jesus one way or another amen make sure that you always have constant access to who he is but you don't have to wait for us you can get to know him for yourself by yourself in your house wherever you are all you gotta do is call on him and trust me that's right amen I want you guys to understand that you do not have to be, I'm not telling you not to go to church, so please don't misconstrue what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you don't have to be in the church to know him. Amen. To find him, you don't have to be in the building because you can find him right where you are, no matter where that place may be. Amen. make sure wherever you go, you take him with you. Amen. 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 That's the biggest thing. That yeah. I want you guys to understand. Yes, because yes. He is with you wherever you go.
2: Yes. Right.
0: His word says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So that Amen. means he's always present and he's always yes. with you. So I need you guys to understand that. You are so welcome, Synette. It does yes. God be the glory. Um, yes. Like I said, yes. we're going to keep bringing it because you got to end 2023 the right way.
1: That's right. So that when you get 2024,
0: that you are prepared for what is coming again. It's not just about what you're about to give birth to because the birth has to happen before
1: 2024.
0: Yes. So because there are things coming in 2024 that if you are unprepared, it's gonna knock you for a loop and and you're not gonna be able to deal. So this is the time for you to prepare, prepare, prepare Prepare yourself,
1: prepare prepare yourself.
0: yourself. And we will continue to have more of these so that you can prepare and know how to Amen. prepare. Amen. Um, and so Amen. We are excited about that. When Apostle Adrian has something going on, y'all notice that I do share it. I share everybody's stuff. Um, so <laughs> That's good. Y'all know, I know I share people's stuff because sharing is the free. It don't. Amen. And, yes. and if somebody else is giving Jesus out, mm-hmm. listen, go get him that's you know, right that's how i feel about it y'all know amen. y'all know my motto you try him one time i promise you you'll go back
1: amen so,
0: you know that's just just get to know him for yourself, for yourself. that amen. is important please get yes. to know him for yourself because yes. if you don't somebody could lead you anywhere and say they that God right. because they said it and you don't know no better you believe it amen so, Let's let's not do that to ourselves.
2: Mm-mm. Give us Mm-mm. a word
0: for a reason. It's a study manual. Pick it up and read it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your instruction manual after salvation. Yes. Right? Amen. And so Amen. just understand that if anybody else gives you an instruction manual that is not the books, all right. I don't know what they handing you. That's your yes. instruction manual after salvation. Yep. Okay. Yeah. For me, yeah. it was the instruction manual before salvation. My mama gave me a Bible when I was little. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, she told me I had to read it. That's all she said. She ain't saying nothing. Yeah. To read it. That's what she said. <laughs> and so, at the end of the day, you know, for us, you know, you had those type of parents when you came up, that's what they gave to you. Yeah. You know, they may not have known how to fully give them to you the right way. Mm-hmm. But that's what right. they gave them to you. I I remember when you had those parents that even if they didn't go to church, they sent you. They sent you. Sure did. They said you you was going one way or Mm -hmm. another. And so, you know, that's that's what we gotta get back to. We don't please, 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 please pray over your children. Amen. Your children are the next generation, and the enemy is trying to stifle the next generation. If he can cease it out, that is the plan yeah please pray over your babies yes baby some of these babies are leaving the house and not coming back Mm -hmm. you got to understand your children ain't just popping up missing for nothing that's right i need y'all to understand what's happening yeah in the spirit realm we see you know to the natural eye you look at it one way but for those that are in the spirit realm and we can see in the spirit this spiritual thing is going on this is not a natural it's not a natural situation Mm -hmm. yeah And so all of these people ain't popping up missing for nothing.
2: Amen. That's right.
0: We got to pay attention to what's happening in yep. the realm of the spirit. Okay, important. understanding that it's it's the it's the the sifting of the wheat in the tear. And what side do you fall on?
1: That's right.
0: That's, what side do you fall on? Are I you wheat? Know right, are you the tear? And amen. only you can answer that question. Now, yeah. amen. Again, we're gonna go back to amen. the word. Choose ye this day this thing mm-hmm. this day who you will serve you can only serve one you can only serve one and he yeah. said they die will not have another god before me that's what he said he don't like it okay nope. and so i'm telling y'all we we can go word for word but i can tell you the word and if you don't know it what i'm saying don't mean a hill of beans that's no. right. so pick up your word read yes. it every day. i don't care if you got to start in genesis pick it up
2: pick that's it up right.
0: and read it every day yep. because he said his word that you need to place on the tablet of what yes. your, heart. your heart because they're gonna come a time and it's already happening in other countries where they can't even get to a Bible. Amen. If they seen with Bibles they're being tortured and killed. Yep. Well we have yep. access to Bibles that we can thrum through every day and we choose yep. not to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah that bothers me Jesus yeah that bothers me that yeah. when there's countries that want bibles they can't have them we got them and we don't want to do nothing with that's them. right that bothers Not anymore them. and so it e- even as churches mm. you know churches got to get back to the first love too amen yeah they got to go back to the awesome we got to go back to listen i know people yeah. don't like to talk about it but heaven and hell is a real place yes it mm-hmm. is you know they mm-hmm. used to they used to teach us holiness is right mm-hmm. yeah We need to get back to all of that. Yeah. We have strayed away from it and we come up with all these little clever things to say. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing. Mm. When you you see the children and the people coming in and they leaving the same way they came in the door, no, there is no change. That is not what we're supposed to be doing. No. No. Compel them to come.
1: That's That's right.
0: But how are you compelling them to Mm -hmm. come? Right. And And are you compelling anybody?
1: That's right
0: that's the other part are you compelling anybody he yeah. said go out he said go out and be fishers of men that's yeah. what amen. Saying. but how can you fish for men if you ain't going out
1: amen the
0: the, the fishing ain't happening inside the four walls no, no not at all you no. gotta go out and do that and so yep. what's happening when you go out when you meet somebody what are you saying to them when amen. you meet somebody are you giving them who Jesus is that's right. Are you telling somebody how good he has been? <laughs> Are you yes. telling them that hey, God still loves you? He has, not. Yeah. Is that is that what you're doing? <laughs> when is the last time you just got together and just told somebody, hey, you know what? God loves you, and so do I. Yeah.
2: yeah. Have a nice day.
0: And yeah, it don't even have to take no more than that. Nope. Sometimes that's all they need. Yeah. That's it. They just want to know that they have not been forgotten.
2: Yeah.
0: And so right. we have to do better. As a body,
2: yeah.
0: As a body, because we gotta do better. We gotta do better. We see it so much. Mm -hmm. We see it so much. And if the more of us will come together like we together right now, do y'all understand the impact we can make? Amen. I mean, it will be such a great impact. But no, we too busy trying to compare churches and and who church is better. We talk we talk more in tongues than you do. We shout the most, and, and and ain't no anointing behind none of it. This mm-hmm. is it, ain't nothing nothing behind of it. And that's what they say. People are looking for real.
1: Yeah. Amen.
0: They just want to know how did he do it for you? Mm-hmm. That's right. Can you tell me how he did it for you? Yep. Because mm-hmm. right now, this is what I'm dealing with. But I just yes. feel like he's so far from me.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know how much you know how often I hear that in a day? Huh. I feel like he's so far from me. When, when you got like when did you ever feel this way? Yes. I yeah. have before, but you know what I did? I went and I pursued him even more when I felt like he was not near. Yeah. And so that's what you gotta do, y'all. When you feel like he ain't there, go go chase after him. For him. Yes. Go chase yes. after him because he waiting on you. He waiting. You he wait. Him. Him. Go chase. Yes, on him.
2: yes. Because indeed.
0: when I felt like he won't there, that's what I did. I ran him down. Yes, sir. Until I found him. And then, we when run we down everything
1: it,
0: else, that's it. When I got in right pursuit, as we call it, yeah. Hit me and met me where I needed to be met. Honey, that changed the trajectory of my day, my week, mm-hmm. my life, whatever I had going on at the time. And that's you right. Have everything you need in your capable hands to be able to do that's so. That's
1: right.
0: It does not take anything big, gigantic. You don't have to have no so-called prestige vocabulary mm-hmm. it's a conversation with him mm-hmm. yeah that's it's right as, it's as simple as saying you know what God I need you and I need you now I'm mm-hmm. in to need a prayer listen I I yes. can't I can't do this by myself that's mm-hmm. takes." Mm-hmm. and he said okay well I was just waiting for you to come and say well that you need me first of yeah. all yeah I'm just waiting that's it I'm just mm-hmm. waiting and he waiting on us like we sitting here talking about oh we waiting on the Lord oh okay how you how you waiting on somebody that's already there that's
1: the question that statement drives me crazy because most people that say they're waiting 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 are sitting there and they're doing nothing people don't understand that when you wait it involves something you still have to do the work while you're in expectation Waiting means I'm in expectation of something, it's continual. That in is continual. You are in expectation of what God is going to do for that's you, it. but faith without works is dead. So you could wait, you could say you trying. Trying that's a cop out. You're not doing that's anything, right. do the work so that God can bless make preparation so i said i'm gonna sit here and be quiet so that god can bless if you're not making that preparation god is not blessing you he gives listen. you the itinerary he gives you a strategic plan and right. you're talking about you waiting you're sitting in here you're procrastinating you're doing nothing right listen stop lying to yourself Okay, Listen. I'm gonna shut up now. mind my business, because I was minding my business and doing a good job of it.
2: <laughs> You're on it though. That's so
1: true.
0: <laughs> Listen, yeah, we God. can go. We can go on and on because this is our experience. But you know yeah. what? It's time for you to have your own. Amen. It's time for you to have your own experience and to be right. able to have to be able to have these same conversations about him like we yes. have. Because we can say, oh, this is what I've been through. This is yes. what he put me through. And this is how he brought me out.
1: Yeah. He does
0: not leave you stuck in a situation. No. He <laughs> always gives you a way out. Yes, take the way. So the question is, can you see your way out? That part. That's all you gotta add. Can you see your way out? And if you yes. can see your way out, then guess what? That means you are already found yeah because he is your way out he is yeah So cultivate mm-hmm. that relationship because can't nobody do it better than you nobody make that relationship get some skin down yeah. with god y'all know how i like to say skin to skin time with it mm-hmm. yeah and that means you suck with them for a while yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and for yeah. those of you that haven't fasted for a long time turn your plate down. turn it down Go on a fast. I promise you it'll change your life. And it will. I promise you to change your life. It's gonna change some yeah. things you got going on because the word says some things can only be broke through fasting and prayer. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: and trying to so tell at you.
0: At the end of the day, fasting works. Okay, it prayer alone is always gonna work, but yeah. fasting yeah. works. Yeah. So I'm telling you, when you put the two together, you got something great. All right. Yes, a whole lot of power. Yeah. I'll when you stay on your face and you get in the word and you hear from him
1: mm-hmm. and I,
0: if you're like me i have a fasting journal so i write when i'm fasting if you go through your fast and you write what he gives and you go back and look at that thing later mm-hmm. on and you be like you know what Yeah, everything you wow that's all you can really say is a wow because that's all yeah. i can say every time i see it
1: yeah, she's so good with her fasting journal that I send my stuff to her.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, even got my, I even got a whole prayer journal, too. At the end of the day, I can go
2: back and check off prayer. Wow. Stuff. Those are books. Those are actually scripts. Those mm-hmm. are manuscripts. Those are That's books. Right. So God has given you the scribal anointing. So you need to be preparing that so that other people can benefit mm-hmm. from what God has taught you. Amen. So I would begin to seek the Lord about uh, the books and what he would have you do. It might be in book form, might be in journal form, might be in manuscript form. But I would ask him because people are waiting for those things there. Amen. Teach people how to fast and pray and journal it. For some people, what we say sounds uh, so far fetched. They don't know the terminology or Christian talk or verbiage and things of that nature. So some people don't know what you mean when you say fast and pray and I journal it. Mm-hmm. But if you write the journal, if you put the book out there, if you put the manuscript out there, um, if you put the the teaching tool out there and mm-hmm. they can, they can learn from that.
1: That's right.
2: Amen. So just pray and, and seek and see how he leads you. And, um, what editor and what publisher, you know, however it's gonna look, but those are books and you're sitting on books.
1: Apostle, that's a confirmation because we've been fussing at her for a minute. Yeah. Oh, wow. she's hard-headed. Hey.
2: Oh, wow, <laughs> wow, well.
0: Hey, Amen, yes, I am. <laughs> we
2: yeah. yeah. those hey. are streams of income. Mm-hmm. Yes, we man. should have multiple streams of income. And sometimes we, you know, think about the one job we have or whatever. But these are different streams of income that God gives us. Amen. And so, um, you know, you sitting on your own money.
1: Yes, ma'am. Right. Yes, ma'am. And and yeah. I, I have to receive that sitting on my own money because I am an author and I, I don't even wow. promote most stuff. So, so what do
0: um, you get on me?
2: You know, right. <laughs> she already got five or six already out and don't promote. <laughs> yeah, you gotta promote it. How people know what you got if you if if you right. ain't promoting it? Yeah. You need to be sharing it so people really Rico. Know Rico, Rico, we're picking Rico, Rico, yeah.
0: <laughs> See, she and Rico ain't helping either because she got
2: to get her stuff her stuff hmm I mean, this is the hour. Yeah, it is. This is the hour that God is breathing on that stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah. hey, you better get with it hey, while I mean, the window is open. Yes, ma'am.
0: Yes, ma'am.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, like I said, I plan on coming to see you at Ruach soon. You're always
2: welcome.
0: I I love it. I am going to uh, make sure that I let you guys know when she's doing something. But she already told y'all when she has her actual services. Mm -hmm. So please, Mm -hmm. don't wait to see me in the house. (laughs) I got to to make sure I tell Molly, excuse me, I'm not going to be here today because I'm going over here. Yes, okay. yes, and make so, sure so, you're so,
2: accountable. Yes, right.
0: ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So once I do that, you know, I'll be there. But you guys okay. don't wait on me, y'all go meet yeah. her, and meet her in yeah. the building. Yeah. I promise you we're gonna have a good time. If y'all you, had a, you you a good time tonight, you're gonna have a good time when you're <laughs> look, right. look you look at you all these people, people coming
1: forth. Everybody admitting that thing. See? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Get with it. Get with it. I I have finished mine and I'm getting ready to start another one. I have one that I did. And then I have one that I am um, one of the writers of. And I'm getting ready to start another one. And so um, all I'm looking for is for God to lead me to the uh, publisher that he wants me to use. I can't just Mm -hmm. use anybody. I need to seek God. And uh, he'll, he'll let me know which Amen. one that he has ordained for me to use. But I'm telling you, I sat on mine for a long time, but this is the hour people need our experiences. Look you at it. Look at it.
1: That's two of them. That's all yes.
2: <laughs> You need to post pictures with links where they can get them, whether it's Amazon, Walmart, Barnes and Noble, whether it's it's to you directly, put those pictures up there and put the links on how they can buy those so people can support you. Okay. Yeah. People won't (laughs) have to go through as
1: much. obedient.
0: That's remarkable. Go
2: obedient. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can save people from pitfalls if we just share our stories and put it out there. They won't have to go through some things we had to go through. So it's important. Get it on out there. Yeah. There she (laughs) goes. There she goes. All right. So
0: y'all understand I'm waiting for for Apostle Adrian to drop her book so I can get some too. Mm
2: -hmm. Y'all know I
0: love, y'all know I like to read. I read. I I go and I support, honey. Yeah, me too. Make sure that if you are a author and you are viewing us and you are with us, let us know. We'll bring. Yeah, you Let's talk about yourself. Y'all know how that's we right. do. So, Amen. That's right. Support people, and also Apostle Adrian. I know mm-hmm. that I get on your thing all the time, but I want you to tell the people the juices that you get.
2: Oh my! My fresh pressed juice. My daughter in Virginia uh, has a juice bar. It's called Impressive Juice Bar. And I'm one of those people that I don't eat healthy like I should, but I am very holistic. I try to be as clean as I can. Um, I don't eat as much meat as I used to eat. Um, I've, I've cut down on a lot of that so that I can be healthier to do what God has called me to do. And so um, I get the different brands of juices from my daughter and um sometimes it's what i use when i'm fasting and um she has a website she has a facebook page she has an instagram page um she does do shipping but uh whoever needs it shipped because she's in virginia so if you need it shipped you have to pay the shipping cost there are times that we will do an event here because we have so many people here that's making orders. So we'll, she'll take the order online and then she'll come here and we'll do an event where people can just come and get their orders. Awesome. Uh, but okay. it's impressive juice bar. Awesome, okay. Yep, yep. And so you let me know, let, Yeah, let me know the next time, so you have to pre-order when you're, when you're gonna have an event, right? Yep, yep, whenever I'm gonna have an event, Whenever she's going to be coming here, I'll usually post it on my Facebook page that she's going to be coming. I'll share it on my timeline and stuff that she's going to be coming. And we'll usually do it like a month ahead of time. So it gives people time to get their juices in and gives her time to put up what kind of juices she's going to be making for that particular event. And then you can get it in. She'll make them, bring them, and then you can just come and get them. Awesome. Yeah. Alright, yeah. so I'll be sharing
0: that too, y'all because y'all know I have um, also been on the health kick of, of healing my body from the inside out um, yeah. kind of situation and so yeah. I have talked to you guys about the clean, raw eating. I'll talk to you guys about all of that stuff and yeah. I'm not telling you guys that just to tell you. Um, right. I'm telling you that because when I say it works, it works. It does. Things that I have done have only been healed because of the changes that I chose to make. Yeah. Am I saying that it's easy to do? No. But if it's something that you have to do in order to live longer, be healthier, you will do it. Amen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And so yep. I'm telling you, you will do it in order to have a better way of life. That's um, right. And when I tell you, if you do it, you know, it doesn't, it's what, 21 days to break a habit? Yeah. Um, yep. And once you start doing it all the time, you'll just do it. That's right. Yep. You know? And so it makes it easier for you, but it's sure a does. lot better for your body. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Okay. It's a lot better. Juicing, even if you just buy you a juicer, and literally juice every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Same method. Yep. Same yep. method. I promise you, drinking juice at least once a day it makes a total difference. Your body feels better. Your body feels different. Yeah. You don't feel as tired and bogged down. Yeah, as you normally would, because you get real good clean energy Mm
1: -hmm. from the juice and
0: stuff like that, so it's a big difference, y'all. Yeah, I'm telling you to just try it, don't knock it before you try it. That's right, right? right. and it really does help during fasting time. I promise you that. It It does, does, you won't won't feel like you're hungry,
1: yeah, you will feel
0: like you are full because it will make you full.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me
0: be the first to tell you that And I know Apostle Adrian can tell you the same thing Mm -hmm. You do not feel hungry When Mm -hmm. you do It will literally make you feel full So I feel like that's the best thing for you to do When you're fasting Yeah, Because you have all those hunger cravings
2: Yep, 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 it's a cleansing Fasting is a a Spiritual cleansing and it helps us To draw closer to God But um, When you do juicing, it is also a cleansing Because it it helps to rid our bodies of sugars and toxins that make us sluggish and tired. And how are we going to fulfill the kingdom mandate if our bodies is beat down? Right.
1: Right. I do smoothies
0: when I'm fasting. Right. Yeah. It works because you don't have you don't have the hunger cravings. Right. Mm -hmm.
2: It changes your hunger hunger. Yeah. Yep, yep. It changes your whole way and it changes your mindset as well. When I'm not uh, doing the juices, because when I get the juices from my daughter, I order, I order a lot and I put them in the deep freezer because they last in the deep freezer six yeah. months to a year. And really? um, once you thaw them, you have to drink them within three days to have mm-hmm. the potency. So I keep them in the deep freezer. And between juicing, I also uh, do smoothies um berries but i also do like uh spinach in there and and cucumber in my Mm -hmm. smoothie i don't just do all berries uh all the time because that can you know throw your body off with Mm -hmm. the sugar the natural sugars um avocado i'll do avocado has great uh fatty acids and 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 uh stuff like that that we need so all of this is a part of ministry that most of the time we don't talk about is taking care of your your vessel. And it's very important that we um, eat as healthy as we can. Doesn't mean you have to be a fanatic and and all things be balanced, Mm -hmm. but um, a new way, especially with the way the world is going, we better learn how to eat without meat being always there and uh, learn how to survive. And, and do things that we need to do. So, um it is a great idea. It is a great thing. So, um I encourage everybody uh to do it for yourself, do it for your best interest uh so that you can be the vessel that God has called you to do, to be so that you will have the strength to birth and to raise what you have birthed. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And yeah. so
0: like I said, y'all know that we don't tell y'all stuff just to tell you. Uh, no. you know, we we no. tell you for a reason.
2: Yeah, you know,
0: And I'm yeah. not telling you just because I have had health issues. I'm telling you because if I would have been taking care of the vessel the proper way before the health issues, yeah. the recovery wouldn't be as hard. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Wow. So, so as a person that has already dealt with health issues, mm-hmm. if you take care of your vessel the proper way now,
2: mm-hmm.
0: your recovery, if you have to deal with something health-wise won't be so hard on you that's right so that's the reason why i'm telling you that yeah you know, i'm yeah. not not telling you to try to force you into changing nothing that ain't what i'm saying i'm just yeah. telling you to take care of you better yeah and yeah, yeah. While you have an opportunity to do it yes i know wow. that fruits and vegetables are the most expensive thing you're gonna buy yeah. but i promise you that most expensive thing you're gonna buy is gonna save your life in the long run yeah
2: Yeah, that's a part of the trap. Yeah, they're
0: coming up with this synthetic meat crap.
2: And
0: y'all just, y'all better get with the times. I'm just trying to take. Yeah, Yeah. it's time. It's time.
2: Um, It's no longer coming. It's here. Yeah, it's already here. Already here. So, um, you know, do what Holy Spirit leads you to do. Do what is necessary to keep your vessel strong so that you can do what God is calling you to do for me, a part of my mandate just being under my covering is the nations. And one of the things that I have to be cognizant of is eating, because mm-hmm. when you go to other countries or other lands, they don't eat the way we eat here. right? And you have to be able to um, know how to eat, what to eat, what's going to work with your body. I told Ruach, um, I think it was last month. Might have been the month before, know what fuel fuels your body. That's you know, right. uh, you don't put any kind of gas in your car, not if you yeah. want to get the the best wear out of your car, the best use out of your car. So you need to know what fuel works with your body. You That's need right. to know your body type and what works with you and what works against you, so right. that your body can be fueled and God can get the best out of what He has put in you.
0: And, right. And I agree with that. I had, my doctor actually did that for me, you guys. So, and there's a way that you can do it without having to go to the doctor. But if you learned your blood type, right, there's a certain way of eating if mm-hmm, you have right. a certain blood type. as That's well. Right. Because not everything reacts to your That's body right. the same way. That's and so right. I have learned that that certain things will cause flare-ups in my body. Yep. Certain things will literally make me sick as a dog. Yeah. All of that. So I'm telling you guys, it is very important about what she just said. If you know yeah. your body type, blood type, you can eat accordingly and it will help your life. It right. Also, help you lose weight, too, yeah. because if you eat yeah. according to your your blood type and body type,
1: you'll lose a lot of weight.
2: You'll lose weight and it helps your mind.
1: Yeah. Another thing is if you're drinking your fluids, drinking your water, you won't feel as hungry either. That's and that'll right. help you lose weight, too, and flush yes, sure
2: your will. system. Sure will. Keep because you
0: got to have something to burn off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're not taking nothing in, then what are you burning? And so, you know, I need I need you guys to understand that. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It, this is all preparation, honey. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, so all of this leads oh. up to being prepared. Because yeah. you got to be able to, to stand up and fight spiritually. But your body got to hold up naturally. Mm-hmm. That's right. Can that fight. That's right. You know, spirit man could be ready to go all the time. But if your natural man
2: is breaking down, mm-hmm. something ain't right. That's something that's, ain't right. That's that's your, spirit, your natural man got to be strong enough to carry the glory, right. the weight of the glory. Because mm-hmm. when you finish ministering and you come down and the glory lifts, your natural man, if it's not strengthened, it's right. going to collapse. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, now, that's right. Now, and trust me, I have I've had that happen, before hit, hit so hard and fell and just stayed and set. And when it left, I was so drained, I couldn't even drive yep. my home, y'all. Yep. So I'm telling y'all, it, it ain't no joke. No. It ain't no joke. You got to be able to to withstand and be able to endure it. Yeah, that's Pay the cost know, for
2: preparation.
0: Yes. You gotta make sure that your your natural man is on point too. Yeah, so make sure y'all remember that if you don't take nothing else from tonight, she talked yeah. about the cost of preparation. This is all yeah. part all part of I'm it. You, yeah. your natural man gotta be up a part too. Yeah,
1: That's All right.
0: right. So yeah. again, y'all know we love y'all. We love y'all to life. We love y'all Amen. to live, live every day on purpose. On and purpose. And So make sure you share Jesus with somebody before you go to bed and share Jesus with somebody in the morning. Amen. Amen. Um, Pay him for it. Please pay him for it. All right. So we love y'all and we'll see y'all Saturday. Yes. Yes. Have
2: a good night. Have a good night. Goodbye, everybody.